I say go? play the fuck on, Jack Wilshere. Oh. They're coming for you. Don't let these wow. fucking haters come after you, these fucking kids that are never going to amount to anything. <laughs> You're the potential midfielder of a generation. Shouts to Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Do your thing. Dirty Tackle Cicada. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. And I am here with my two co-hosts, Ryan Bailey and Mr. Theo Messi. Cicada? I thought you were talking about bugs, bro. That was so confusing. I've got cicadas outside my house right now. Yeah, I'm confused. Cicada. We stay. But No, I I came around to it. I saw the future Twitter photo of you, me, and Ryan just hanging out together. Best friends forever. Yeah. BFS for life. Uh, so, Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very envious of your lovely Spanish accent there. Um, I'm wearing today a Nashville Soccer Club t-shirt, which I picked up in Nashville, Tennessee. Cashville. Because I oh. like to celebrate things that don't yet exist or things that don't exist. For example, <laughs> John Terry's sense of decency or Tottenham's title <laughs> chances. I just like things like that. <laughs> yeah, but this does exist. Shout out to Tim Hensley, director of ticket sales. You're my boy. Yeah, but it's um, not they, they ain't playing no soccer ball yet, right? No soccer ball yet, but they have that beautiful logo on your t-shirt. Yep. They're ramping up. I think they begin playing next season. So also with MLS hopes. So let's see what happens. Correcto. I'm looking forward to it. They, wow. It's a nice town, and I, I, I wish them all the best. Theo, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a, um, a Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls jersey t-shirt okay that's not relevant that says thanks for the memories um under the number 23 <laughs> it's a pretty sweet shirt i got it at a flea market to me it says 1996 yeah it, it is it does scream 1996 it's a nice shirt <laughs> Brooks, anyway are you so stuff? i i am wearing clothing this time uh thank I'm god because your nipples are gross yeah <laughs> that's not true world i just said that for kicks they're lovely it could be true you never know. I, I do know. But uh, so I've seen your nips. I am wearing uh, good nips. Chelsea away shirt from a few years ago. The dark blue stripy vibe with neon highlights. Hoops. Um, and a little Hoopy. Joe Cole action on the back. Joe Cole number ten. As Brooks points to the back, like Joe Cole yes. so famously does when he scores. There you for go. Chelsea. Uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies legend Joe Cole. Joe Cole was a phenomenal player. Before he became an NASL superstar, I got his name on my shirt just because I, I knew that was going to happen. So, yeah. Good good foresight, like the Neymar shit. Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew it was coming. Your mother must be very proud. <laughs> All right, so with that out of the way, Dirty Tackles of the Week. Who deserves a Dirty Tackle this week? Ryan, we'll start with you this time. Uh, I was going to dirty tackle Kyle Walker because he's ruined my life in terms of fantasy football. Uh, I was about <laughs> to win my matchup and he got... Bloody sent off, so I'm not impressed with him at all. I'm going to instead dirty tackle his club and uh, their tunnel club. This is the new phenomenon where in the tunnel leading into the field, they put like a first-class fancy restaurant on either side of it. It's seven and a half grand a season to sit there and watch the teams go in and out uh, uh, as they uh, come out onto the pitch. And uh, uh, for that money, by the way, you also get a tactical briefing from one of Pep Guardiola's coaching staff. So while you're stuffing your face with truffles and whatever (laughs) rich people eat, lobster stuff with truffles, maybe that's what they eat. Um, You get one of Guardiola's (laughs) staff. Truffles stuffed with lobsters. 
You get one of Guardiola's staff to explain to you why Leroy Sane is a defender today. So that's that's very nice. Um, that's worth good the money. Value. That's yeah, that's value. very good value. I mean, th- th- I, I appreciate that. Um, but the weird thing was, it's like these mirrored, it's like a mirrored hallway. It's like they're like in a football aquarium of some sort. I didn't like that very much. And the one thing that, di- that I noted Were from you this- Were you there? Do you pay seven, seven K a, a season? I didn't have the seven and a half grand a season, unfortunately, to, uh, to experience this, nor did I have like a jacket and yellow trousers as the guy ah, who was so uh, pictured in Messi. <laughs> but like, Messi. there was- all make-believe. Obviously, there was two red cards in the game uh, from, from, from earlier in the week, uh, Morgan Schneiderlin and uh, the aforementioned bastard Kyle Walker- but the people in the tunnel club <laughs> would have already been sitting in their seats by that point. They didn't see the best bit of tunnel action was them two walking pissed off down the tunnel. Because when you're in, by the way, in the tunnel club, you get cushioned seats behind the dugout with like AstroTurf on the floor as well. And they're right behind the dugout. And Why um, do you need AstroTurf on the floor? Well, exactly. Why do you need any of this shit, Brooks? And, well, that's uh, a good point. City- in case you got to warm up and, and take the field, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And City have described the tunnel club. Injury crisis. I'm quoting them here. It's a premium network space perfect for you and your clients with a concierge and an account manager catering for your every need oh do fuck off man city do fuck oh off. my god <laughs> i mean to be fair this sounds like most you know things american sports stadiums have uh i think that's what they based it off so they apparently the normal um, premium experience the dallas cowboys at their uh poor phone signal stadium have um have got that too <laughs> and tottenham are getting it as well it'd be interesting about the the red cards because you're right that would be one of the best parts of tunnel club as if like a player or the manager gets sent off and you see them walking back i mean kyle walker's red card was early enough maybe some people were still stuffing their face with the truffle flavored i'm sure some people never even left the tunnel club they sat there for the whole game well this is the thing that that's an american thing i mean you go to a yankees game you sit you sit downstairs you can eat filet mignon for nine innings and just watch on tv but see if if i'm working at one of the other uh premier league clubs i'm gonna buy one of these seven grand tickets or whatever whatever the pass is and attend these pre-match briefings from pep's staff so i can then pass that on to my coaching staff and prepare for the match and just beat man city with their own tactics do you think they're actually giving them the the i i, I can imagine that like one of those staff just going in there and going sorry guys i've no idea what he's doing this week he's got so much talent on that field i don't know how we haven't won the premier league five times over i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> Just runs off the stage crying, <laughs> drops the money. Yeah, right. I can't do this. <laughs> too I don't know. <laughs> I'm rubbing my head, but nothing's coming. <laughs> but if they are giving out any kind of information whatsoever, that's got to be have some value to the opposition. Yeah. They, they must have spies in there. They must have spies in there. I would imagine that the club has some kind of security in place, you know. But how would they know? <laughs> I don't know. You probably, if you're paying seven grand, like first off, another coach isn't going to do that. They'll just be like, "Fuck it, we'll we'll, well take." Not our a coach, chances. but like some secret club rep, like Roman Abramovich. In a, I think thick it's, mustache. I think it's, I think it's too in deep of a theory for the level of information that's probably put on display. I mean, for seven grand, it's worth it. It's not that much. It, you think it's money. worth it if it's like we're going to keep the ball on the ground and play attacking football hey, and all score sure. more goals than the other team? All I'm saying is nobody's seen Diego Costa <laughs> recently. <laughs> exactly. That's Diego's new role. He's a hard man to, to to hide, but we'll see. That's true. I don't think if it was Diego Costa in the corner with a fake mustache on, I think yeah, he's fine. dressed up in the in the Paisley seersucker <laughs> suit, just like cramming well, chicken legs in his face. Last season, he did sneak into the Chelsea press room uh, canteen 
and uh, at halftime of a match and stole some food. Mm. Is it really sneaking in if you just intimidate the guard by staring at him for five seconds <laughs> yeah, right. and walking into the room like I'm Diego Costa? He did take some pictures, and he didn't go unnoticed, but still, he got in there. But, you know, Fair. let's give Manchester City some credit here. At least they're playing their home games in Manchester and not in Connecticut. Let's give them that at least. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, NYCFC, Man City's little little redheaded stepchild sibling of a club, uh, they, uh, they're playing a home match in Connecticut. Because their baseball stadium is being used for a baseball game, as is its purpose. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sounds sounds normal to me. Did they like (laughs) get a a compass out and draw a radius and say the nearest place possible we could play soccer is in Connecticut? You know, (laughs) Ryan, are you giving? Who is your your uh, dirty tackle for? Who are you dirty tackling in this scenario? Whoever, Um, whoever conceived of the of the concept of the tunnel club or. Uh, fo- football what? in general, because I hate it so football much. Football in general. Okay. You should dirty tackle Tottenham for being a year late and opening the Tunnel Club by the exact same name next year at their new stadium, the Tunnel Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they have their own Tunnel Club, and they're opening up a cheese room, which is ten times worse, I think. And uh, that's a whole other set of problems. Yeah, but we don't know We don't know if Tottenham's one is a premium networking space, perfect for you and your clients with a concierge and an account manager creating for you your every need. So we don't know You're if right. that's true either. Yeah. So, you know, let's they might wait and see how they spin it. Let's, let's see the line they come up with. And then we'll Nothing says football like premium network space. It's like yeah. LinkedIn, but under a football ground. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I hate football. Anyway, what's next? Okay. Theo, what is your dirty tackle of the week? Uh, I'm I'm throwing a big dirty tackle at fuck shit news agency Breitbart um, <laughs> for portraying my boy Lucas Podolsky as a migrant gang member <laughs> or being human trafficked in one of their recent articles. <laughs> Basically, they just wrote one of their classic trash pieces of some you know racist fuck shit. I don't really know. I didn't read it, but really, <laughs> they put a picture of Lucas Podolsky as the with the headline of him riding like back seat but not even in the back seat of a jet ski like like a tandem jet ski with his arms around some guy tandem jet ski tandem like a tandem bike but on he was a jet on the ski. back of a jet ski yeah sure just he, was, he, was driven around he, he wasn't driving ski. he was riding jet ski shotgun I guess. riding shotgun yeah um so he was riding beside the jet ski <laughs> in the sidecar the sidecar <laughs> jet ski ride or die <laughs> Lulu, um, Lulu Podolsky. Exactly. It was a it was a dope picture for sure. For whatever it was originally intended to be for. Okay. The, the original. For, so just to preface, the original was uh, taken in Brazil during the World Cup before the tournament started. They did like little local, you know, flavor events. Who the German national team did some local flavor. Exactly. Yeah. So he was riding a jet ski Damn. in Brazil. It wasn't even in uh, Spain as they as they. Uh, tried to pass it off as. So this is a pretty famous picture then as they went on to win the World Cup. Clearly, exactly. the jet ski driver yeah. that Lucas had his arms around had some really good tactical information. I mean, that he I, yeah, in the and it's three years old, this picture. I didn't read the articles. I'm not going to give them the clicks, but... Wait, can I say the headline? Yeah, go yeah, on. say the headline. So the headline with this hilarious photo was Spanish police crack gang moving migrants on jet skis. <laughs> pretty much uh, assuming that, you know, Lucas Podolsky is... Uh, either part of a crack gang moving or just friendly with a crack gang moving on a jet ski. <laughs> They're also assuming that the most efficient way to move in migrants is via jet ski, which is, I have yeah, a problem with Yeah, one by one. Well. <laughs> it's not very subtle, is it? No. I mean, Lucas is not a subtle guy. Guys, let's be fair about this. There's probably blame on both sides. There's blame for Breitbart for getting it all wrong. There's also blame for <laughs> Lucas Podolsky for breathing? 
I don't know, being a person? <laughs> nah, he's he's fine in this. I don't really care about him, but straight dirty tackle to Breitbart. Um, what was even funnier was their editor's note that they used to correct it um, when, you know, soccer, football, Twitter came for them and went bananas because they're all nerds and have nothing else to do. The editor's note said, <laughs> a previous version of this story included an image of Lucas Podolsky on a jet ski. This image appeared as an illustration of a person on a jet ski. Breitbart London <laughs> wishes to apologize to Mr. Podolsky. There is no evidence Mr. Podolsky is either a migrant gang member nor being human trafficked. <laughs> we wish Mr. Podolsky well in his recently announced international retirement. So yeah, Lucas Podolsky, all the best in retirement. Um, we don't have the evidence that you're a migrant gang member or being trafficked, but you might be. So we'll leave that open for now because we're Breitbart. We're fucking assholes. Oh my God. That's that's just incredible. What do you even what do you even say about that? I think we say stick to soccer, dirty tackle podcast. You snowflakes. <laughs> stick to fuck shit, Breitbart. <laughs> stop, stop trying to put the football in there. It's our lane. Get the fuck out. But okay, a, a side note on Lucas Podolsky. He had some fire on Twitter recently. You know, he's he's in Japan. He's playing in, in the, the J League now. And um he posted a picture on a Japanese beach with a pig, his little pet pig now. <laughs> Yo, that's not he, nice. No, it's a, it's a it's a legit pig. I'm not I'm not making fun of someone. She a dub. <laughs> so, he posted this picture with the caption, "Poldy and Bastian Schweinsteiger reunited together again." A little Aww. playful jab at at Basti. Little piggy piggy Basti. Is that like a Chicago hot dog joke? Uh, it could be. I think it's because Schwein means pig in German. It's a very poor pun. Oh, there you go. Is that is that why he oh. went to Chicago? To win the World Cup and mash hot dogs in his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get that. Thank you, Ryan, for your German expertise. You're welcome. Enlightening me and, and uh, Podolsky's Twitter <laughs> tweets. Twitter tweets. All right. My dirty tackle, speaking of Ryan Bailey... My dirty tackle of the week is against Ryan Bailey. Ooh, what? I am dirty tackling Mr. Ryan Bailey for his terrible predictions. Something I know Yo. nothing about. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about bad predictions, so I can do this. So Ryan Bailey, two weeks ago on Extra Time, on a little Premier League preview, Ryan predicted that Wayne Rooney would only score seven goals. So to, to recap, Theo Messi went high with 20. I went in the middle ground with 15, and Ryan lowballed it with seven. So, of course, then Rooney scores in his very first match with Everton. Sure. Then he scores in his very second match with Everton, giving him two and two matches, and giving him 200 Premier League goals for his career. It's a pretty good strike rate there for both career and the season so far. So so now Rooney has retired from international football as England's all-time leading scorer just yep, so yep, we can yep. focus on proving Ryan wrong in the Premier League. <laughs> this is the, the sole purpose of his international retirement. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, Ryan, any uh, any words on this? You you want to make a correction or <laughs> amend your prediction? Or eat some shit? All I'm hearing is that he scored less than a third <laughs> of the target. <laughs> All right, so... Point. He is two in two matches. He needs to score five more no, two on the in season. the remaining... I said seven on the season. He's five behind. He needs to score five more in the remaining 36 matches. You're both saying Just... true things. I'm not a math wizard, but... So, Theo, are you still feeling pretty confident in that 20? <laughs> what I do think... you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking you might be uh, onto something here. I'm thinking I'm my 15 might it. be... Yeah, this could be... Uh... 
a thirty goal season for Wayne Rooney, total reinvention. I will, yeah. I will double down on my seven goals. I'll offer any listener. <laughs> sh- give me some odds. I'll, I'll, I'll take a bet. Give me some odds that he doesn't mo- go. Over well, seven let's goals. place a. This is not an bet. odds thing, dog. Like we started this before the season. It was a simple target. You put your number out there. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. He started hot. Now you can't be like, yo, give me some odds though. No, if someone wants to bet that he's going to score more than seven, come at me, bros and broesses. Bro, we just did. He's putting 20 in, maybe more, 30. <laughs> I'm still feeling pretty good about 15. I think 15 is where he'll settle. I if think... he goes five for five, I will escalate to say golden boot, no doubt. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. But but I think, you know, he's he's back with his old club. He's back in his hometown. Shout out, Bobo. A little bit, a little excited. Game. Yeah, he's trying to impress the Everton faithful. So off to a hot start. But I think he will settle down in a, in a few weeks here. Everton's doing some good things. There's good vibes over there. Yeah, they they have a good squad. Ronald Koeman said that Kyle Walker shouldn't have been red carded to to Ryan's story before. It's good to be honest. It's good to score goals. They're doing well. They have a good squad. Honestly, dirty tackling your own co-host. What what's what next? Disgusting. Call, hey, call up Nashville. You're not going to be he, able to play in the reserve team. <laughs> <laughs> not that you would. It's uh, yeah. It's it's well deserved. I, I think I think you deserve it. So. 30 tackle for you. Crunching. But um so okay, just speaking of, you know, previous bets and you know, when I lost my Neymar bet, you got to name my fantasy team. So we're gonna do some fantasy leagues. I'll tweet the links on uh at Brooks DT on Twitter. Twitter tweets. We'll, we'll get them out to you. We'll put them drop them in the uh in description description of the show so you'll see that. And uh, we're gonna do some leagues a little bit late, but we're gonna get it rolling. Fashionably late. And you guys can name my team. So did you land on it did you settle on a, on a team name for me? I've seen some good suggestions on the on the Twitter tweets. Um, one was like Brooks is a big dummy face FC, which was good. That's yeah, that's very very good. I just like the straightforward Brooks is wrong about everything. <laughs> United. <laughs> yeah, united with himself in being wrong. United, united in wrongness. <laughs> Real dum dum. That's pretty good too. I, I, I kind of dum dum. I, I kind of like Real dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like it, you're not having it, so we'll keep. We'll keep oh, looking. oh, okay. Well, you guys, ass idiot face, <laughs> ass idiot face. Anyway, all right. So fantasy leagues common. Those were the dirty tackles of the week, and uh, yeah, let's fantasies. Let's. Uh, I, I I smell something wafting in into the uh, into the room here. Sorry. Did you let a hot one what? off in that closet you recorded? No, no. It's it's like it's like a, a new uh, a new fragrance. From, mm. Oh, I'm catching it. Hmm. From a certain Premier League manager who Ooh, yeah. who's been very busy this summer defending hmm. one of his players. Uh, let's let's uh, let's uh, let's see if uh, we have a Ooh, oh, I think I hear I hear a, a laugh wafting in here. What smells the, like sausage? Smell. <laughs> the laughs waft. All right, let's get to our first uh, our first sponsor of the show. Power, strength, fashionable glasses, red mist. Hello, I'm Jurgen Klopp. You might know me from such roles as Liverpool manager, Borussia Dortmund manager, and person who taught every other fucking team to gegenpress. Yeah, that's for me. Yeah, yeah. But to truly know me is to smell me. And to smell me is to experience red mist. 
My new fragrance features woody notes of high-end cigarettes, extracts of Dagan Lovelin socks, and my secret ingredient, the fear pheromones extracted from fourth officials when I shout a few inches from their faces. That stuff is hard to get, and it's why Red Mist is almost as expensive as Philippe Coutinho. Uh, 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 uh. Hi, I'm Huddersfield manager David Wagner. I dress exactly like Jurgen Klopp, and I sound a bit like him too. I love Red Mist more than Huddersfield tourism board manager Jak Muck Pintsnackle loves promoting this fine city. Fuck off, Wagner, you fucking four-eyed softy. Red Mist by Jürgen Klopp. It will attack your senses, but it won't defend against sweat because I can't defend against anything. Ah, 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 it's the funny because my defense is shit, yeah. This week's Patreon shoutouts go to Timothy Wealth and Christy. <laughs> Two wonderful Timothy people. Wealth. Welsh. I said Timothy Welsh. Oh, I thought he had Matt Welsh with the cicadas. I mean, he, he might. He might. But I think both Timothy and Christy, they've had better England careers than Wayne Rooney. They will do going forward, that's for sure. That, that's Christy. She's so great. <laughs> check out patreon.com slash dirty tackle to be like Tim and Christy and help support the show. It lives and dies by your hand. So be merciful and check it out. We've got some lovely rewards for our supporters. Like at the $5 level, you can get access to Extra Time, our bonus segment at the end of each show where Ryan makes bad predictions about Wayne Rooney. Accurate predictions. The best segment. It's the best segment. It's it's the most wrong segment, so it's the best one. At the $10 level, you'll get a shout-out on the show and a Dirty Tackle t-shirt that will make strangers on the street very jealous. Get your t-shirts. Like, don't be like those Man City people, you know? Did you see the fans on Twitter that were, like, at the... Etihad, four years separated, when Wayne Rooney scored. It's the same father and son, and then the guy in the left corner. They're wearing the same clothes they were wearing four years ago. Get, get, get your swag up. Yeah, freshen up that wardrobe. Don't be like them. Accelerate. Evolve your swag. If you had to spend seven and a half grand on Tunnel Club tickets, you wouldn't be able to buy new clothes either. Don't wear the same dumb scarf. Four years later, kid. I can tell you went to college. You learned some things. Maybe you got your whistle wet. Swag up. And at the $372 level, you'll get the Jack McPintswaggle erotic 2018 calendar. Look at my sexy body. It's been banned in 17 countries, so don't miss it. Jack McFat bastard. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle. Go there, support the show, see a fictional Englishman naked. Not fictional, you bastard. <laughs> I just sound a bit like... The king in the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> in fat bastard. Theo wouldn't know about that. He doesn't watch Game of Thrones. On that Dungeons and Dragons TL. I'll watch it one day. I'm not <laughs> hating on it. I just I don't watch it right now. Alright, well, good. Get your jollies where where you can. Arya Stark and the White Walkers or whatever. <laughs> no spoilers, said you please. don't watch it. You know I all don't. about did it. Did I nail those names? Oh, I, I think know, you did. I know all about it because it's all like the entire globe like speaks about or just the internet maybe i my, i think uh uh the, what's the billy on the street guy's name billy uh billy eichner billy eichner he, he did a tweet the other day that said um 
Uh, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but it's nice that you all have something to do. I thought that was the funniest take on it all. <laughs> that, Game, Game right, of Thrones is like politics. That's, that anyone ever that's enough about. Game of Thrones talk. This that's isn't Men in Blazers. Billy on the street. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not Respect. Men in Blazers. We're not doing Game of Thrones talk. We talk Billy about the, the actual thing that we're here to talk about. And those sirens mean that the Men in Blazers police are here to uh, arrest us for encroaching on their territory. All right. No, send them a raven. take us away. All right, so uh, let's do some life ref, guys. Let's uh, let's cue the jingle. Do some life ref. One, two, three, jingle. It's the life ref. He refs your life. So you better watch out. Gonna officiate your life. So you don't play by the rules, but you should. Oh, we're, we're getting the uh, the siren in the background. Remix. remix the life forever. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna referee. Yeah. All right, let's let's wait for the siren to pass. One of us lives in a stinky, expensive city ridden with crime and sirens. Try to guess which one. <laughs> All right, it's time for Life Ref, where we make binding decisions on the questionable calls in the world of football this week. What's our first case, guys? Who who are we going after first? Uh, I would like to nominate the curious case of Jack Wilshere. Uh, remember him? Guy who gets injured, wears an Arsenal shirt occasionally. And yells racist things at cab drivers. Correcto! And he goes to nightclubs yeah. and smokes a lot. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, despite being busy with all that stuff, he made, he made time to appear for Arsenal's under-23 side uh, last week. How nice of him, by the way. I, I, I had no idea he was still 23 years old. That's great. Good yeah, his, his career is going so great <laughs> from Bournemouth to the Arsenal U23 squad. Wonderful Lovely. stuff. The real Jack McPintsnackle. Uh, they played uh, Man City's youth team, and um, he got a red card for kind of being very very petulant and hitting out at a 17-year-old boy. Some Arsenal fans jump into his defence saying he was provoked in this, but the headline here is Jack Wilshere, who should know a lot, lot better, getting a chance to maybe break back into the game, gets a red card, first time trying with the under-23s. For me, uh, red card in real life, red card in life, ref. That's fair. So, I mean, in, in Wilshere's defence, not that he deserves defending, but... The opposing player like body checked him in the middle of the field, knocked him to the ground. Yeah. So Wilshire got up, shoved him down, a scuffle ensues, and Wilshire then goes after another guy and starts shoving him around too. So he went way too far for the initial infraction. I'm not um, taking this Jackie Wilshire slander from Ryan. This is bullshit. No, I mean it's it's it was uncalled for. His reaction was definitely uncalled for. I thought and the I think... tackle was uncalled for. I feel like those well, yeah, kids that... saw Jack Wilshere, as you said, you know, his career hasn't turned out or whatever, 23-year-old Jack Wilshere, <laughs> on the pitch, and they were like, I'm fucking coming for this guy. Like, I'm going to yeah. make a point. I'm going to make a name for myself. The tackle was heinous. They got, they all got up in his face afterwards. He probably felt like a marked man. There was, there was some intent there. He didn't have to go absolutely scrappy-do afterwards. He was, let me at him, let me at him. <laughs> and he was just trying to swing at everybody afterwards. It's completely unnecessary. I'm happy he did, though. Are you? I mean, so I, I read a quote the other day that said that, uh, it wasn't a quote, but just a report, that uh, Arsene Wenger is hesitant to give up on Wilshire because he still thinks that he can be the midfielder of a generation. Oh, God. Which, there's no way that's true at this point. I mean, he has talent that's undeniable, but he just can't put it together. The injuries, his temper, his off-the-field stuff, 
it's a lost cause, I think. It's, it's a he red could be card. the craziest midfielder of the current U23 generation. He's he's Joey Barton part two. I think he's he's gonna be he's going down that road. Maybe not as extreme as Joey Barton, but he's gonna have a Joey Barton type career. And that's good for the dirty tackle content generator. Just fucking <laughs> that's, that's true. Make making the soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Wilshire, good for us, bad for Arsenal. Hot soup. Watch your lips. Agreed. Should we move on? Wait, what, what was Theo's verdict on that? Did you give it a verdict? Text, I say Theo? play the fuck on, Jack Wilshire. Oh. They're coming for you. Don't let these wow. fucking haters come after you, these fucking kids that are never going to amount to anything. <laughs> You're the potential midfielder of a generation. Shouts to Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Do your thing. Is Wenger still hoping that Abu Dhabi is going to be like the, the player of a generation as well? Oh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of Diaby. I haven't heard that so name in forever. He, he's back in France now. I think he's with Marseille, I think, in, in Ligue 1. And so the, he was a guest, oh, nah, was a guest nah, nah. on the French uh, Premier League broadcaster studio show. And so they sent a camera to the Emirates to uh, ask fans about Diaby, like their memories of him. Because, you know, he was always injured. They have such great memories. They're like, uh... and, and But they all said these, these really nice things. Like, oh, he, he was so great. He would have been a great player if he didn't get all those injuries. And it was really a, a nice thing. So they cut back to, to Diaby on the couch and he's like tears streaming, like Aww. thinking of what could have been. It was very. I thought sad. you were going to say he was asleep. <laughs> no, no, he was very. Well, the tears touched. streaming because he got injured on the couch during. The, <laughs> yeah, he uh, hurt himself. Montage. <laughs> he stubbed his toe sitting down. The the the, the tears actually uh, gave him a cheek fracture. He's out for three months now. <laughs> so uh, that's Abu Dhabi. Yuck! 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 All right, what's what's our next uh, life ref? Uh, the next one we have here is Nikolai Muller. Um, terrible story for this this young lad. Um, speaking of injuries. Game, yeah, speaking of injuries. In the first game of the Bundesliga season, he scored a goal and was very, very, very excited about it. Uh, proceeded to wheel away towards the corner flag, doing this whirling dervish, like, spinny, like, figure skater, Taylor rotation. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Like, triple axel, Sal Pal, whatever. Yeah. On the last one, takes the wrong step, obviously, because he's not on ice skates. He's in football boots on a turf pitch. <laughs> Does his ACL, knocks over the corner flag, writhing around in pain, out for seven months. Really, was, really hard to watch. This I was, say, like, seven minutes into the season. Yeah, seven minutes into the season. And the thing is, the goal was, like, a near-post goal. Like, barely snuck in at the front post. The keeper, like, almost pushes it out. Not to be. He scores. Does his ACL. I, it's hard for me to administer any kind of card to him or, or anybody else or football in general. But I, I just think he's got to do better, you know. You, you can't be doing <laughs> such a ridiculous celebration <laughs> when you score like that. Like, that. It, when I saw that celebration, I was like, oh, I could see where this is coming, you know. And he did his ACL. Just you just got to do better. Knee slides, okay. Take your shirt off. You know, flip off the crowd. I don't care. Just 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 relax. If if you haven't seen the incident, the the video is on the website on DirtyTackle.net. You can you can watch it and see all the gory details of it. But as I wrote in the post, I think you've got to work your way up to these celebrations. I think you know, first goal of the season. Just like pull off the shirt, do a little uh, you know knee slide, maybe something. Keep it simple. Then you can work your way up to like goal 15, 16, 17, you know, up to the Wayne Rooney numbers this season. Then you do the spins and the flips and the, all the crazy stuff. But you got to kind of work your way up to it. So I'm giving him a red card. Oof. He's got to know better. He's a professional. 
Yeah, well, he's not the first player to injure himself in this way. Was, there was an MLS player years ago, I'm sure, who did a flip of some sort, and didn't he break his leg on the landing? of? Uh, I can't remember who it was. It was like Real Salt Lake. I can't remember who it was, though. Probably. I've seen, I've seen this a lot, I feel like. It, it happens all too often for, for these professionals. Yeah. My favorite goal celebration that should have injured someone but didn't, this guy in like the Romanian league, he scores a goal, runs over to the dugout, and it was like one of those plexiglass kind of clear dugouts. He puts his head through the side of it, just smashes his head right through, yeah. and he was fine. Gus Farad, eat your heart out. Well, thanks to Google, I've just found the Real Salt Lake player I was talking about. It was Fabian Espindola in a 2008 ah, MLS match against the LA Galaxy. He uh, scored a goal and did a backflip and severely sprained his ankle on the landing <laughs> and then found out the goal was ruled out for offside. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. Well, this oh, is like kind of what Brooks cruel. is saying. you got to work up to this. Like When I saw the yeah. headline on Dirty Tackle, um, I forget the exact phrasing you used, but I was expecting some kind of flip. Or like, you know, the one-legged flip where they like do a gainer in the air and like land. And I just thought it was the <laughs> landing. This guy doing something like he's in the fucking ballet, like on the touchline, jumping in the air, <laughs> looking like he's a part of Fantasia 5 million or something, and yeah, just yeah. collapses on the ground. He looked like an idiot. The, the best was landing on top of the corner flag. So this was yeah, so knocking the corner flag out. over. Like. He didn't have a good landing spot planned. It was, it was a mess from the start. Act like you've been there before. I haven't given my verdict, by the way. My verdict is a straight red car for this. I don't think any kind of uh, elaborate celebration should be allowed. I think there's only two celebrations you should be able to have. The Wayne Rooney sort of chest pump, yeah, or the Alan Shearer one fist up in the air running away. That's the only two you should be allowed. Oh, wait, so, are you Ryan being serious, Bailey. Ryan? So, Ryan, yeah, Bailey, this is interesting. Right You're such a big NFL fan. Do you want <laughs> the Premier League to be like the no-fun league? You know, no celebrations, no pre-planned stuff, so... I mean, clearly this wasn't pre-planned. If it was, it was horrible. But well, so like, none of this bad shit happens. Football players aren't allowed to, say, like, ride on motorbikes or jet skis, for that matter, Lucas Podolski, because, uh, you know, they're not allowed to do dangerous <laughs> things that could... Yeah, you they know, do it anyways, though. And then, then they're allowed to go and do, like, triple pike backflip. I don't know the terminology, but they did fancy stuff, which can injure them like this. You know, it's dumb. Wait, it's amazing. Ryan, so Goals. All, all because of goals. When that Icelandic club a few years ago was doing those elaborate team goals the game. choreographed celebrations, like, you know, going fishing and whatever they were doing, yeah. you didn't like all that? You were against all that. What part of I hate football don't you understand? Ryan, oh my God. At, at least Why those are planned, though, the and they can take the proper safety precautions, and there's low level of injury, and they put a smile on people's faces. This guy, he was just an absolute shambles. Yeah. He's an embarrassment to humanity. But no red card for me, no yellow card. Just I, you just got to do do better in life. I'm giving him a red card, <sighs> not because, tough. I mean, just because he's got to know better than to do that right in the first match of the season. Seven minutes in, he wasn't even. If you're on up. hard times, come to Theo Messi. I got I got a big heart. While Ryan and Brooks will but, just add insult to injury. But to that point, our third life ref case is against Ryan Bailey for being a stick in the mud. Oh come on, no fun. Come on, I mean. I mean, Damn. Come on, Ryan! Like, you're. How can you be against goal celebrations? That's just awful. Guys, guys, I see guys. what's happening here. Brooks, in the past few episodes, has felt he's yep. been picked on because he's so wrong about yeah. everything. Yeah, he's turning right. the table. He's trying to deflect. I am. He's, he's like, it's only episode 19. The podcast is still very new. I'm trying to, you know, maybe I could sway the listeners to think Ryan's the big dummy. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Theo, you're next. Next yeah. week is Theo week. The consistency for now, is, is palpable. I'm focusing on Ryan. 
Good Ryan, time. what is wrong with goal celebrations? I, I want to talk about this. What's wrong with goal, goal celebrations? I love like cheering and running away with your fist in the air or, or pumping your chest. Those two are great. So what about knee what about slides? Like, knee slides are pretty sweet. Knee slides are good, right? I think you could injure yourself with a knee slide. Be careful, oh. guys. Oh, so you know, the, the other one I accept is the um, the classic Faustino Espria, take your shirt off, put it on the corner flag, and run around with the corner flag. Wow, I've I actually like never that. seen that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, he got a yellow card How about run to the camera and kiss the camera? Steve yeah, Gerrard. I, I suppose my, my, the gist of what hey, I was hey, is don't do anything that could, could potentially talk, be injured. Let's talk goal celebrations in extra time. Fine, I don't want to go we'll, into, we'll, into our favorite we'll, goal we'll celebrations. Save. That's a little carrot for y'all. Sign up for extra time. Stop being an idiot. <laughs> we'll we'll save the conclusion of that discussion for for extra time. Fine, play on. Okay, let's let's take another commercial break here. Brooks uh, is still the dummy. Don't get it twisted. No, yeah. no, I am not. Correcto. No one could have predicted. Oh, no. <laughs> well played. I, no, well I, played. I, 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 oh. Well argued. Okay. So um, yep, let's go good. to commercial. This is I, I can't take this. Go to commercial. I'm tired of having a successful business. But I don't know how to completely ruin it in the most embarrassing way possible. What should I do? Sounds like you need to call the Barca board. The Barca board? What's that? The Barca board are the world's foremost experts in tarnishing once-proud enterprises in ways that no other board could ever dream of. What do they do that's different? I'm glad you asked that very simple question. They'll poke a hornet's nest by trying to lure a wealthy company's best employee away, resulting in that company taking one of your best employees instead. They'll hire a guy named Paul, who was once fired from McDonald's for burning the ice cream cones. They'll pursue potential employees of actual quality, even after it's become clear that they have no chance of actually hiring them. They'll sue that employee who left, instead of focusing on replacing them. They'll change the password on your company's social media accounts to NamarSucks123, so anyone can hack them. They'll even clog every single toilet in the office bathrooms with big, steamy shits, guaranteed. Wow, that's exactly what I need. How do I get in touch with them? All you have to do is call 1-800-SUCK-NOW, and they'll get to work on destroying your company ASAP immediately. That's 1-800-SUCK-NOW. The Barca Board, making the impossibly sucky possible in a very bad way. It's transfer again. All things considered, this transfer window is pretty lit. Transfer again. Hacking your Twitter. Saying D Maria's coming. Transfer again. It's nearly over, isn't it? Please tell me it's nearly over. Transfer again. FC Barcelona is in bad shape. Transfer again. Florentino Perez is loving this. Transfermageddon, did I mention that I hate football? Transfermageddon, Mino's been mad quiet, he must be lamping in the islands. <laughs> Transfermageddon, Ryan is the worst, and obviously the wrongest on the show ever. No, 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 no. we're cutting that part. <laughs> okay, folks, <laughs> welcome back to Transfer. The balance is returning. The ballot, episode 19, you could swing the pendulum a little bit, but not that much. We'll cut your bullshit out, Brooks. We're entering transfer Transfermageddon. Okay, so I, this is interesting because, as I said in the intro song, this transfer window is pretty crazy. As Ryan alluded to, it's, it's very long, but it, there's, we're not lacking for entertainment here. I um, mean, 
I think it's you're a, right. This this could be the the craziest transfer window. Ever. Yeah, I think we gotta start showing it more legitimately because it's fucking insane. Like uh, that's, a true, that's not just hyperbole. A true transfer Mageddon for Barcelona, who seem to be fighting some greater power of destruction, named Josep Maria Bartomeu, aka the current president of the Barca board. He's turning this once great democratic institution into a true shit show. One eight hundred suck now. Yeah, 1-800-SUCK-NOW. It's apparently what Donald Trump called before he became president of the U.S. Uh, <laughs> very similar situation. Yeah, so they've fallen on hard times. They're losing all their best players. They're on all fours begging for Philly Coots. Uh, they're buying Paulinho. Uh, it's it's a disaster. It, yeah, at this point, I don't know how they salvage it because they can't wrap anybody up. They can't get Dembele. They can't get, uh, what's the guy from Nice? Seri? 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 Siri, They're yeah. trying to sign Siri, the iPhone Siri, yeah. application. Yeah. They, they went it, after Siri. It's, it's bad times. Very I'm sorry. Bad. I don't understand that, Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph's like, please, just please. I have British yeah, Siri, by the and way. And they won't give up on Coutinho. So now since they can't buy anybody, they've resorted to suing Neymar for more money. It's, <laughs> it's just bad. It's that's some so petty, bad. That's some petty shit. Um, so I've looked up this Joseph fellow because I, I hadn't really heard of him until he started – running the 1-800-SUCK-NOW phone number account. And, like, he doesn't look very presidential. Um, <laughs> like, he doesn't look like He doesn't look like Trump, but he looks like pretty buns like Trump. <laughs> so I'd say the comparison holds up. Um, he looks nothing like Trump. No, but he, like, looks like a wild doofus head. There's, like, <laughs> there's a funny photo of him, like, hugging Messi too hard. He's apparently about to lose Messi. The 300 million clause might be activated, they're saying. It's, it's crazy times over there. I, now, okay, I, I I can't say it, but I, I, there's no way they can lose Messi, even though he never signed his renewal that he was supposed oh, to be, be he announced said it. a year Did ago. Did you hear it? Did you hear that? Oh. Yep. Please, I, I please Man Messi City, going. please, Man City, if you do one thing, I'll forgive you for the Tunnel Club if you come in and get Messi right now. <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay, so Bartomeu, he replaced Sandro Rosell when Rosell was... Booted and you know he's now under investigation We're for talking his politics. shady deals for the Neymar thing, yeah, yeah, for the Neymar thing. So Bartomeu was just like he got bumped up. He was the understudy. He was like the vice president, or whatever, and he got bumped up. So he's he is has no idea what he's doing. He's way out of his depth, and uh, he's showing it right now. This is a total meltdown. I mean, to think where they were just a few short seasons ago, winning every trophy in sight. And and now where they are now, they got crushed in the Super Cup. Real Madrid's going to run away with it again this season uh, in La Liga. It's amazing. It's just absolutely mm. amazing. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I mean, the players are like openly revolting. So they they the paradise build a Qatari stadium. Ooh, Neymar's gone. <laughs> Ooh, Neymar's gone. So Neymar, he had his son's birthday party and invited all his old Barcelona teammates. The homies, all, the crew. They were all taking pictures with him. The whole they got the cicada, the dirty tackle captions boys. going. That's what we're. They like. got the he's back captions going. Just they got you know, the cicada issue as well with the box. laughing it up. Yeah, yeah lots they were of, outside. Uh, there might have been cicadas there. Yeah. yeah, and so apparently the Barcelona board, the Barcelona board got really upset that they were posting these pictures with him on social media, uh, as their own social media was being hacked. <laughs> they're, they're just a complete mess what on a every single front. On every yeah. single front, they're a complete mess handling things the exact opposite of how they should. It's unbelievable. 
on the uh, social media hack, uh, Bleacher Report put up a good tweet. They put like a image up of resetting Barcelona's Twitter password, and they put in Messi ten, and it just said weak next to it. Just rough. It's rough. <laughs> There's levels to that tweet. I like that. It's like an art yeah. piece. Rough. <laughs> yeah, there, there should so, show. Uh, so Messi could leave. That's, that's you, the news you to think bring he, people up to Do you speed. think Messi could leave? Uh, yeah. Do I? I? I mean, sure. Um, so, so the firestorm started in a recent Pep Guardiola interview. They asked him, obviously, with an eye towards, you know, the rumors have always been if he leaves Barca, he'd go to Man City. They asked Pep, uh, do you think... Messi could leave, and he said, yes, if, if a club has the money and comes in and activates his 300 million release clause, then yes, he could leave, which is, you know, by all accounts, factual. Um, but now people are thinking he might go to Man City, so with all the recent bad stuff happening at Barca, this would certainly take the cake. Well, yeah, that, well, yeah. um, I, I can't make a call on this because, basically, I can't read Messi because he's got, from what I can tell, zero personality. He's got no chat. You never hear him Facts. in interviews. He's got no banter at all. Never makes any no opinion bans. on anything. We know he's a bit petulant and he'll leave the Argentina team willy-nilly if he wants to, if he, if he has Shit, a huff man. at the Argentinian FA. But like, I Fake mean, retirements. Well, maybe the Argentinian <laughs> FA thing shows us that he is willing to you know, throw his toys out of the pram and do this kind of thing. But I don't know. It's just, it's just a hard read because apart from being really good at kicking a ball in the net, we know nothing about him, do we? Yeah, but he seems, he seems like a creature of habit. And I feel like he's so settled it in Barcelona, Barcelona now. He's been there his whole life. Unlike Neymar, who was there for all of, what, three years, four years? Incorrect. Not been there his whole life. But go on. Just about. I mean, he went there as a From little, 12. little kid, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was 12 years in Argentina, but go on. And they, and they, and they pumped him with the, with the proper serum to <laughs> yeah, get him up to normal His entire size. steroided life, his entire HGH <laughs> life, he's, he's been at Barcelona. His entire post-drug life. Yeah. So exactly. what if he spent some prepubescent non-anabolic steroid years in Argentina? That <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's irrelevant. Um, but yeah, let's do, the, let's do the sports thing and try and get inside the head of a very mysterious and potentially the best footballer of all time. From my perspective, he's looking at the current football ecosystem and he sees... Neymar leaving to go to PSG. He sees the Barcelona board imploding, running the 1-800-SUCK-NOW hotline out the ass. He sees Ronaldo winning an international tournament while Argentina continues to kind of flatline on the international stage. Maybe he's thinking he needs a move to the Premier League to prove himself on another level that he currently has not yet, and his years are getting low. I don't think he thinks that way. I think... I think the only reason he would even threaten a move is to force the board out and clean house there and get Barcelona running right again. Also very possible. He's way too settled there. I, th- I think, I mean, again, my two cents in transfers is, is worthless at this point. But I, I just think that Neymar <laughs> yeah, Disregard everything Brooks says. Na- I think Neymar's move did make more sense because that wasn't his home as much as it was Messi's. A move wasn't as much of, of a life change for, for Neymar as it would be for Messi after spending, what, like 15, 20 years in Barcelona at this point. So there you have it, folks. Messi to leave Barca. Imminent. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> but you see my point, though, right? Like, that makes some sense. I see your point. Not? It makes some sense, for sure. Ryan, do you have points? No. <laughs> oh. Playing it safe. I like it very strongly. You are just a total stick in the mud this week. All right, so moving on to our next stick in the mud, a potential Philly Coots move from Liverpool to Barcelona. As we said, Barcelona have not 
even entertain the thought of leaving Philip Coutinho alone for five seconds. <laughs> They're <laughs> launching another 134 million bid in classic new Barcelona desperate fashion. Clearly, Philly is like the long lost boo. They're trying to like you know get in the sack finally. They're like, "Yo, girl, like I'll take you to Nobu. I'll take you like courtside to the Knicks game." You know, it's, it, nobody wants to go. Sorry, Barca. Sorry, Josep. But you you look like a dumbass. No one's trying to play with you. I'm impressed with Liverpool's resolve in this. I think they've really stuck to their guns. I am too. Shouts to them, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jurgen Klopp, his, he's had his little comments, you know. He's having fun with it now? He's he's having fun with it, yeah. He's enjoying the, the questions and giving some banter to kind of uh, distract from his own team's issues. I mean, if the most powerful football club in the world for the past 10 years in terms of wins and goals and everything else is like begging for like one of your players. You're just like, Ryan, how would he be laughing in the cut? He'd just be like, uh, 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 uh. Exactly. You'd just be like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> but even, even for money that crazy, I can see why they wouldn't want to sell him. Because at this point, who do you get to replace him? And if they lose Coutinho, their season is done. I mean, like, they're already on the brink of... Right. I think another done season is more, you know, worrisome to them than Coutinho. Exactly. Losing Coutinho. I, hot take time. I still think it's worth selling him. I think that's an outrageous amount of money for him. I think oh. with with having Salah come in, I don't think they need him as much as they did before. And I think... See, I don't that think this team is could, that good. I don't think Liverpool imagine, is that just good. Just imagine spending that 140, whatever it's going to be, on some really good defenders and how much better Liverpool would be. It's true. It's true. But they're not forward-looking enough. I, I agree 100%. 134 million for Coutinho, if I'm like playing FIFA or something, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, that's yeah. a wild overestimate for his value. But I mean, if if they sold him for that much in July and had time to get you know new players in and find who they want, then I could see that. But at this point, I just think other clubs would do what clubs are doing to Barcelona: hold their feet to the fire, knowing they have all this money, and not make deals with them. Uh, I don't know. I still, I still think they'd be better off using that Coutinho money, Philly, sorry, Philly Coots money, to uh, get defenders <laughs> instead. That, that's my take. My take is they're on some dumb Boston Red Sox shit. They're like, yeah, we're not letting go of the player because we're the Red Sox and we're assholes. <laughs> Speaking of values, let's move on to another transfer. Let's make. Let's Alexis- just do one more, shall we? Yeah, let's do one more. Let's well, do, let's do Berbatov because I think we've done Fabio Mbappe to PSG enough. So let's just let's just say, um, yes, the transfer window is crazy. Big players moving. Sanchez to Man City, seventy million. Don't need to talk about that anymore. It's in a classic. You know, here's a line in the press. They might sell him. Here's a line in the press. They might not. Fuck that. Same with Fappy and Bappy to PSG. Might stay another year at Monaco. Fuck that. Brooks, do you have something more interesting from the back end of the transfer window? I do. An old friend of of Dirty Tackle, Mr. Dimitar Berbatov, the Berba, the Continental himself, the mayonnaise fiend. Dimitar Berbatov. He's going to Kerala Blasters in the what? Indian Kerala Blasters in the Do Indian Premier League. Kerala Blasters. <laughs> okay. Blasters. <laughs> Kerala Blasters. I mean, as we know, Berbatov is a big fan of the double entendres, the uh the innuendo. So I the think he just wanted to sign for a team called it's the Blasters. Be insane. Yeah, he went to his blaster straight to the grill. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's going to be he's going to be blasting. And I, the reason I bring this up is because you know, we haven't checked in on Berbatov in a little while on the website. 
And I just wanted to bring to everyone's attention, his Facebook page is just incredible. Uh, We might have to bring back the Continental just to use these pictures that he posts there. It's amazing. He's doing headstands. He's doing these crazy poses, selfies, wearing his sunglasses. He's doing his yoga, shirtless, of course. Fappy and Bappy, uh, eat your heart out. You're not going to Kerala Blasters. That would be something special. Selfies with topless women. Uh, It's it's just incredible. There's there's a lot going on here. And uh, you really need to check out his Facebook page. Maybe we'll put together some pictures and put them on the website. But, yeah, the Burba finally back in football. Because he sat out last season. He was looking for a new club. He was doing some broadcasting. But staying in shape, wanted to come back. And uh, and now he's back in India with the Blasters. <laughs> that's, my, that's my all-time favorite suffix for a club now, Blasters. Big fan. Isn't that, that. great? The yeah. Blasters. Hot take. Dimitar Berbatov was Ibra before Ibra. He but kinda, in a more mayonnaise slimy version. <laughs> and shout out to Timitar Berbatov, his cousin, his beloved <laughs> cousin, Timitar. I don't know if he's going to the Blasters, but he's always around. He, he's always he's always around where you least uh, expect it. Under the bed, over the shoulder. <laughs> like a continental soldier. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a little Berbatov update. So... We've done all the blasting we can. Blast it that's, out. That's not only it for Transformer Getting, that's it for regular time of the show. Join us for extra time where we'll be laughing about the Barcelona social media hack. We'll be talking about our best football days ever. And we'll dig a little deeper into Ryan's hatred of fun and goal celebrations and all that is good and wonderful. So hit up patreon.com slash tackle to support the show and get access to that. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino for being our lord and savior. Check out whatahowler.com if you haven't lately. We've got a bunch of new writers, and they're posting some really great work, so check that out. They're, they're doing a great job. Page views, baby. Page views, mad page views. On social media, find us at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Twitter handle is at BrooksCT. Ryan, what is yours? Uh, at Tunnel Club. Uh, it's uh, 7,500 pounds if you want to look at the feed, though, so be warned. <laughs> it's private. It's very yeah. private, and if you get if you get access to it, Ryan will give you his secrets to uh, yeah. how he tweets. I'll give you a tactical breakdown of how I approach this podcast each week. <laughs> Spoiler alert: there are no tactics. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: it's just a poke in the eye. <laughs> Theo, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Theo Messi DT, but I also just accepted a job as the social media manager for at Corolla Blasters, so <laughs> DM me there as well. Me and Dimmy and Timmy are going to be drinking drinking Hot Pocket Soup on the beach. Hashtag Blaster Master. Hashtag Bourbon Blast to the face. All right, well, we'll see you next time. Adios, muchachos. Let's get blasted. Love you, bye. Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle. Do it. Do it now. Give us your money so we can buy Ryan presents and cheer him up. Do it. Because he's sad. Yeah, do it right now. Do it. Do it. I'm not sad. Smash that credit card information into the required fields at a monthly fee (laughs) of $5 per month to enjoy extra time. (laughs) Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle.